Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Friday, February 3rd, and glad you are tuned in and listening over the Light and Truth Radio Network. Well, we are grateful to be finishing up another broadcast week here at Light and Truth Radio and here at the Island Ford Baptist Church. Glad to bring you this Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Finishing up the message that we began on Tuesday of this week. And of course, you know, we had the ice and the storm and, and we didn't have our Wednesday night prayer meeting, but we're looking forward to Sunday morning here at the Island Ford Baptist Church. We want to give you an invitation to come and be with us here for those services. Well, I've got a song by the Shepherd family and then the message from the Word of God that I trust will be a blessing to you. Well, as you know, we have been looking in Psalm 66 and verse number 12. For our sermon last three days now, this is the fourth day. This is the final segment of this sermon. First day, we only dealt with the introduction, talking about do you feel like you're in over your head? We began talking the next day about the author involved. He says, thou hast caused God was recognized as the one in control. Then we talked about the agents involved. Men ride over our heads. And then on yesterday's broadcast, we started talking about the actions involved. Not just that God's involved and men are involved, but that they actually ride over our heads. We talked about the violence and the anger and the lack of mercy. Now on today's broadcast, we're going to back it up, pick up just a little bit of that again to bring us up to date. And then we're going to move right in to the final point. That is the advancement intended. He said, thou broughtest us out. The idea brought us through, brought us out. God is in control and he has a plan. And so we're going to deal with that on today's broadcast. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Psalm chapter number 66 and I'm just going to read one verse tonight. We'll look at some others as we go along. I thought about reading the whole psalm, but I'm going to preach from verse number 12 of Psalm 66. And uh, hope that it'll be a blessing and helpful to you. Uh, the Lord laid this message on my heart today. As a matter of fact, I, I was wondering about where I was going to go. I've been working, you know, uh, Sunday night I started looking at the Proverbs. And I've been looking at some more of that. Uh, but I didn't feel like that's where I ought to be tonight. Uh, earlier today, I, I told Melissa, I said, I gotta, I gotta find out where God wants me. And, uh, this is where I came to is a real, a real blessing. And I don't know, well, I'm sure I've never preached from this verse. Uh, I know I have some of this Psalm on down in it, but let me read you verse number 12 of Psalm 66. He says, Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Amen. This psalm is called a thanksgiving psalm. Does that sound like something to give thanks for? Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. Amen. We went through the fire and through the floods, or through the water. But here's something to rejoice in. But thou broughtest us out 
into a wealthy place. Well, that first phrase, thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. That's the, the verse that, the phrase that got my attention. I want to preach tonight on this thought. Do you feel like you're in over your head? Our God is in control and our God will bring us out to a better land one of these days. Amen. He will bring us deliverance. Amen. So notice not only the author that is involved, I notice the agents that are involved. And then I want you to notice, third thing I want you to notice, the actions that are involved. He says, thou hast caused men, look at this phrase, to ride over our heads. Not just to leap over us. Not just to step on us. But to trod us underfoot, to trample us, it sounds like under horses' hoofs is what it sounds like. They're allowed to ride over it. Notice, notice the intensity. They ride. That's not enough. They ride over. That's not enough. They, they ride over our heads. Now I wouldn't like it if somebody came and run over my foot. But I'd rather they'd run over my foot than my head. It's more intense. That's, you see the intensity building up. And then it even builds up to the point, it looks like they don't just ride and ride over and ride over our head, but they push us and they pull us even through the fire and through the water. Amen. And there's troubles that are coming our way. Now, now listen to this. Troubles, he says they ride over us. It indicates to me that there might have been a fall. If, if somebody, if they came through here in horses and, and we're, let's say we're standing out in the parking lot and here comes guys galloping in in horses and we're trying to resist them or we're trying to get out of their way, either one. For them to ride over us, one of the first things they'll have to do is knock us down. Trip us up, cause us to fall. And that's exactly what the world's trying to do with God's people. Trying to trip us up. Amen. Trying to make us fall. Amen. And then when they do, they'll, they'll push us down, they'll shove us down, or they'll trip us up however that they can. They'll try to get us down, and then to add insult to injury, they'll put their foot on our head. That's what they're wanting to do, by the way. It's exactly what the world's wanting to do. Amen. They want to have the opportunity to ride over our heads. Now, isn't it true a lot of times when somebody gets down, then we find somebody else finds out about it? And not just, as the old saying is, kick them while they're down, but try to just stomp on them. Try to trample over them while they're down. Isaiah said something about this, and you don't have to turn. I'll turn back there to it and read it. But Isaiah chapter number 59, he's talking about how wicked people are. And this is repeated in the book of Romans about the, the wickedness of people. But in, in Isaiah 59 verse number 7, he says, Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their path. He's talking about the path they walk. They're running after evil. They're running after things that are no good. And their path is wasting and destruction. And that's what the world's wanting to do. They're wanting to put us down, push us down, and then stomp us down while we're down. Amen. The idea here is mercilessness. Mercilessness. No mercy. We're living in a day of that. Somebody said to me, I don't remember if it was, yeah, it was today. We had a guy come working on our air conditioner. Our air went out Sunday night at, at the house and they came and 
worked on it today two different times and they're going to have to come back in the morning and work on it again. Each time it's fixed till it quits and it goes back through its cycle. And, and so they keep having to add something to it. But that, that man said to me, he said, he's talking about how difficult these days are. And he said, you know, back even in the riots of the 60s, he said, there was, there was a lot going on. And he said, you had the hippies and you had a lot of, you know, a whole lot of stuff going on. But he said, it don't seem to me like there was the anger and the violence like there is now. Our world's full. I've said this a number of times. Our world is full of angry, bitter people today. That's the kind of people he's talking about here in these verses that just want to not only knock you down, they want to trample on you when they get you down. I'm asking the question, are you in over your head? Do you feel like that's what your troubles have done, that your troubles have tripped you up, or your troubles have knocked you down, and your troubles are trying to trample on you? I think that's the idea of going through the fire and the water. Fire is merciless. Amen. You can, you can decorate the baby's room so beautiful and intricately. But when a fire comes, it'll burn the baby's room just like it burns the junk room. It don't care. It has no mercy. Water. Water's merciless. Floods come through. I'm telling you, it, it'll destroy one as well as another. Neither one of them know anything about mercy. And can I say to you, our world knows nothing about mercy. Our world can be merciless. Our enemies can be merciless. Amen. Sometimes what we have thought has been our friends may be merciless. Our troubles may mount up so high that we feel as if we're overwhelmed and we wonder, is there any mercy? Can I say to you, all these things may be merciless, but our God's not merciless. Amen. There is mercy with the Lord. His mercy endureth forever is what the Bible says. Amen. God is not without mercy. And that moves me to my final point. Look at the fourth thing here, the last part of verse 12. I'll read the whole thing. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But thou brought us out into a wealthy place. Our troubles and anxieties may be strong, but they will not be victorious. Our pains and our problems may last long, but they won't last forever. Amen. One day our troubles will cease. Amen. But our joy will be forever. Amen. Psalm 30, verse number 5. You know this verse, I'm sure. He says, For his anger endureth but for a moment. In his favor is life. Here's the phrase. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Amen. Thank God for Christians. There's a better day coming. We look around, there's trouble, looks like everywhere. Trouble's deep, trouble's long, trouble's hard. Trouble is intense. And yet we'll find out that our troubles will one day be over. Amen. When trouble comes, you can look for deliverance. Amen. Are you in trouble? Maybe you feel like you're up to your knees in trouble. Maybe you feel like you're up to your neck in trouble. Maybe you feel like you're in over your head. Can I tell you that God will get you out? Look to Jesus for deliverance from your troubles. Amen. Now, Joshua was teaching Sunday school this past Sunday. 
And he made a statement there, and I think this is important that we need to realize God, God's not just, God's not an umbrella that we can just wander around in the storm of our own making and trust God to keep all of it off of us. Amen. God may very well deliver you from the trouble and you may yet have scars and memories and pains that haunt you to your dying day. I'm not saying for you just to, you know, brave it and say, well, praise God, I'll just go on. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what happens to me. I'll just go on. No, I'll tell you what you better do. You better walk with God all the days of your life. Do your best, amen, to walk the straight and narrow. Amen. Keep keep in the sunshine of God's love as much as possible, but know that troubles will come. And when they do come, look to Jesus for help. Amen. Look, hold your place in Psalm 66 and turn to Psalm 121. There's the first two verses of Psalm 121. Wonderful. The psalmist says in verse 1, of Psalm 121, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. The idea of lifting up his eyes looks like he's had them down. <laughs> Maybe his head's down. Maybe he feels beat down. Maybe he feels knocked down. But he says, I'm going to lift up my eyes. Amen. Under the hills from whence cometh my help. Verse 2, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Amen. He's saying to us, Troubles come, feels like it's in over your head. Lift up your head and look to Jesus. Amen. You've probably heard this phrase. I don't know where it originated. I tried to figure it out. I found it in a book written in the 1600s. So I don't know exactly when it was. And, and I don't know if he was quoting somebody or if he said it originally. But this phrase, man's extremity is God's opportunity. Amen. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. But notice back in our text in Psalm 66, I'm almost done. But notice it says that not only God's going to deliver us, God's going to delight us. He's not only going to rescue us, He's going to advance us. You see that? He's going to get us out. But when He gets us out, we're going to be in a better place. That's what He's talking about. Amen. But thou, last phrase, last phrase, verse 12, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Amen. Maybe we was in a low place. He's going to lift us up to a higher place. Amen. I don't know. I've wondered when Noah built the ark, if he built it close to a body of water. You ever thought about that? If not, I'm sure people came along and said, Noah, how do you expect to ever get that boat to the water? I mean, ain't nobody built a trailer that big yet. You got that big old boat. But I don't know, here's another, I don't think that, that Noah climbed a high mountain and built that ark. I'd say that ark probably was built in a low place. But when it was all said and done, it was in a high place. When God set that thing down... The water started receding. He set it down on the mountains of Ararat. Amen. And he's on a high place. Here's my thought with that. God lets us go through trouble. You today may feel like you're in a low place. You may be in one. 
You may feel like you're in a low place. Troubles come. You say, Lord, what are you doing? God may be going to use those troubles to lift you to higher ground. Amen. To get you to a better place. He said He'd bring us out. Not only bring us out, but He brought us to a wealthy place. Amen. Temporarily, maybe we've been trodden underfoot. But one day, God's going to raise us up and allow us to sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. In, in conclusion, I want you to notice the, the middle part of verse number 12. I'm going back to the middle. I don't know why I do this, but a lot of times when I've went through one, all the way through it, I'll look back and find something right in the middle. And I said, well, that was so good. And that's right here. Look at what he said. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. Here's the phrase. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us to us out into a wealthy place. When I recently read that, and even when I was preaching it there in this earlier part, Lord, you brought us to trouble. Lord, you brought trouble to me, or you brought me to trouble. Lord, you brought me to the fire, and you brought me to the flood. But that's not what it says. He didn't say he brought me to it. He said he brought me through it. He said, Amen. Here's, here's my point. This is what I want to encourage us. You may feel like you're in over your head, but we will get through this. Amen. We don't even have to repeat our governor. We will get through this and we'll get through it together with Jesus. Amen. That's how we'll get through it. Amen. He's going to bring us through it. He's going to get us through it. Amen. Sometimes trouble comes and we say, I don't know if I'm going to make it. If you look to Jesus, He'll bring us through it. And He'll bring us to a better place Amen. when it's all said and done. Let's stand to our feet as they come. And I'd like Sister Elizabeth, Sister Kuhn, if they will, to sing that song again. At least, at least the first and last verse of that song. All your anxieties, all your cares, bring it to Jesus. Hang in there. Hang in there. Keep looking to Jesus. Look to Him for help. Call on the Lord. Are you in trouble? Call on the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank You for the Word of God that does encourage you. Lord, this is not just some pie-in-the-sky dream. This is not just some pep talk make us feel better. This is the truth of God's Word. And Lord, this truth was pinned down by none other than the, the sweet psalmist of Israel. A man that understood something about trouble. A man that understood something about being surrounded and even hunted and haunted. And hated, but he understood something about the protecting hand of God. He understood something about not only the protecting, but the preserving hand of God. He understood something about the fact that he went from the sheepfold, he might have had to hide in the caves, but one day you're letting him sit on the throne. And as children of God, that's our destiny, Lord. Help us, dear God, to see it. We may be today either in the sheepfold, or we may be today in a time of trouble, even hiding in a cave. But it's our destiny to be on the throne with our Lord. Lord, I pray, help us to see it. Help us to trust you and believe it. Help us to lay all our troubles, cast them all on you. We'll thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. While these ladies sing, if you need to come, I want to give you that opportunity. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. As that concludes another week of radio broadcasting, we do hope you have a great weekend. I hope you'll be in the house of God on the Lord's Day. And I'd love to take this opportunity to invite you to come and be with us here at the Island Ford Baptist Church, located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Our Sunday morning service, Sunday school starts up at 1015 a.m., 
and then the preaching time at 11.05 a.m. as well. Sunday evening service is at 6.30 p.m. Love to have you come and be part of those with us. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.